0: Episode 108 of the BizTalk with Bill Roy podcast. We came up with this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. Big data can be big business and a big help when it comes to making decisions for and about your business. Coke Industries has ventured into some data with its acquisition of EFT Analytics, EFT President Brent Youngers is my guest on the podcast this week. We'll talk about what EFT Analytics is, how it works, and where it's going. First, a look at the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal. While the Kansas Board of Regents is looking for a new president for Wichita State, someone has to keep watch over the university in the interim. Meet Andy Tompkins. He'll serve as WSU's interim president until the permanent successor to President John Bardo is found. Tompkins has been in this position before he was interim president at Fort Hayes State. Reporter Daniel McCoy tells us about Dr. Andy Tompkins and what his responsibilities are during his time at WSU. That's on page 14. Also this week, check out my conversation with experts during a recent aging care roundtable. Five experts join me to talk about challenges and opportunities connected to aging care. Our entire discussion is in the weekly edition, page 17. Two lists this week, outpatient surgery centers, page 6, and Wichita area dentists, ranked by 2018 visits, page 12. We're talking about data on the podcast with Brent. We provide our readers with data they don't get anywhere else. It's our leads section, information you can use to grow your business, And it's available each week in the Wichita Business Journal. New real estate deals, building permits, who's setting up a new corporation, who owes back taxes, court judgments. It starts this week on page 34. Back with Brent Youngers from EFT Analytics right after this. Most bankers are good at banking talk. What you need is a banker who knows how to talk business. Your business, that is. I'm Andrew Cheney, commercial lender here at Equity Bank. If you've got plans to grow, we're ready to talk about your business. Visit EquityBank.com. Well, Coke Industries was a customer of EFT Analytics and apparently liked what it saw, so they bought the company. That was back in 2016. Brent Youngers is president of EFT Analytics. It's grown over the past three years, and company leaders say it's an industrial game-changer. Welcome, Brent. Thanks for being here. We appreciate it.
1: Thank you. Glad to be here.
0: Describe what exactly EFT does how much time
1: do we have? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so EFT is an analytics company uh, with a primary focus in the large industrial space, um, and, and really that that backbone is why Coke Industries was interested. Uh, uh, we saw things in in our interactions with EFT back in 2015 2016 that we hadn't seen with other vendors. Uh, We liked the results. We liked the approach probably more than anything else uh, and and the speed to results and ended up uh, with some synergy with the uh, founder of the company and and made an acquisition.
0: Was that a long process?
1: Uh, From a tech industry standpoint, very long. Really? Yeah, um, especially a startup type of company. Uh, I think we started due diligence in February 2016 and didn't close until September of 2016 so uh, eight or nine months right. or something in that range um compared to a lot of them uh it is is weeks to months uh to right. get through at least the size of an acquisition right so uh what do they what do we do uh process analytics is probably the best way to describe this uh analytics around your process flow inside of plants uh and when we look at Coke Industries and the synergies with Coke Industries, you know, we have roughly 400 operating facilities across the globe. So being able to leverage this type of technology in that area while we're uh, maturing the business for the external market was a key component.
0: Let's try to do a, a real-world world example. I'm an aerospace company in Wichita. How do we work together?
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, I, we would start with: Do you have do you have uh, manufacturing opportunities or challenges? Uh, defects, uh, yield, uh, downtime in, in your manufacturing. And if the answer is yes, then the next question is: Well, what are you what are you doing about it? Right? Um, or is that just how business flows? And and one of the things we've seen in the large industrial is the opportunity is big across many verticals, uh, but the. Application is slower than the rest of the world. Now that's speeding up rapidly. Uh, So you start with that question. If there's an opportunity, then well, do you have data? Uh, If you don't have data, our company is pretty limited in how it can help you. Right. Uh, If there's data, then it's then it's the combination of data, uh, domain expertise, which is a huge piece, um, and then our technology, which is. Uh, data science enabling the domain expert or the the citizen data scientist, so an engineer at one of these uh, manufacturing sites that has that domain knowledge uh, can our software and services enable that person okay um, and then it's it's it 's really mathematics and uh, some physics some some domain knowledge of is there opportunity there as you, as you look through what the data tells you.
0: So when it comes to data collection, you're using the data that the company has produced for itself, and then helping them analyze that data in order to improve processes? Yes. Basically? Uh, the
1: short version, yes. Right. Uh, what data that they may not have that we can bring to bear, it would be weather. You know, when, when you're talking about plants in the, in the middle of the U.S. versus the East Coast versus canada versus somewhere down in south america uh weather is going to have some impacts uh but outside of weather the majority of the data the rest of the data it's what the customer already has it's 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 our ability with our software to give that data a voice the customer
0: okay and helping them make decisions about how do we uh, minimize those uh, rejected pieces of equipment or whatever
1: absolutely absolutely i think one one of the things that we believe is uh the domain expert i mean they have this uh tribal knowledge if you will uh the more variables that come into play on on processes the harder it is to see uh what what the root cause of something might be or what are the impactful pieces uh with with advances in cloud technology uh and and the cost of those uh, uh capabilities coming down these algorithms that we use they're not new um they've been around it's just they were expensive to run and they took a long time in the past right uh now we we've put a wrapper around how we approach things uh so that the end user doesn't have to be a data scientist to to get the knowledge and value out of things. Um, and, and we think that's the unique piece that we bring to the table. Right. Um, we love data scientists. We've got them on our team. There's not enough of them in the world, and there <laughs> tends to be, I mean, last time I checked, there's more and more data. Right. Uh, so if we can able, enable the people that already have the domain expertise, that's, that's our, our goal, if you will.
0: And so you wash it through your process, and then you go back to the company and say, here's, here's, here's what we found.
1: Yeah. Uh, to, to some degree. Um, I mean, there's options on how to work through this, but, uh, the option the customer has right out of the gate is just use our software.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh,
1: I mean, ultimately w- one of the advantages we think we bring is you don't have to keep paying us and our people. Um, we're trying to enable you with the technology. Um, oftentimes in these, uh, industrial, uh, facilities, uh the the person with that knowledge also has an 80 hour a week job right (laughs) uh so so out of the gate uh i mean they're they're incentivized to keep their plants running and not necessarily hey let me go spend some time because if if it was easy they would have already done sure uh and so we we help a lot out of the gate um but but the goal and one of the things we hear from the companies we work with is hey over time i want you to go away
0: right And uh, when they're looking at processes and uh, how they do things, certainly the, the ability to uh, analyze their data and make good decisions, that's what it all comes down to, right? There's so many data points.
1: A- absolutely. Uh, our, our biggest data source that we've worked through so far, now this is dated a little bit, but uh, it's about 19 trillion rows of data. And that was across many processes with lab data, with uh, uh, SCADA data, historian data coming together. And then you have you have to normalize that to some degree so that you can then analyze it. And one of the challenges that the uh, company was having beforehand was they didn't have the horsepower right. uh, in, in a computer or many computers tied together. And they didn't have, you couldn't do it in Excel. I mean, right. there's, there's some limit that's less than 19 trillion. <laughs> right. Uh, and so they they just couldn't do something with the data. But again, back to the, the opportunities in the cloud, your your kind of your price is continues to go down for consumption, and the availability of uh, speed, power, memory, etc., continues to go up. And so uh, we were able to work through that and and get that data set to uh, the data we needed or the customer needed in order to analyze. Uh, it took about. I want to say it was around 30 minutes uh, to get through that.
0: 19 trillion rows. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Unbelievable.
1: And and we've got we've got a data team, data wranglers, uh, is what they refer to themselves as. uh, Very talented in in being able to do these things. It's 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 amazing to me how they can combine and uh, uh, prepare uh, the data uh, so that it can be used.
0: Tell us about your background. You have been at Coke since roughly 1997 or so? Yes, yes. Where did you grow up?
1: Uh, Here in Wichita, uh, right over by South High School uh, for a large part of my life. And then uh, out west, uh, went to uh, high school at Bishop Carroll, um, and then off to the University of Wyoming. I was going to be a park ranger uh, in wildlife management, and uh, that didn't quite happen.
0: That's why you became a cowboy at, at Wyoming, right? Yes,
1: yes. Uh, so, uh, got a degree in computer science, um, after I switched from wildlife management.
0: What was it that actually made you say, okay, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll change here.
1: Uh, living all by myself out in the <laughs> middle of nowhere.
0: <laughs> so you actually had some of that experience.
1: Uh, worked, worked at a dude ranch for a couple summers and, uh, we did camping trips out of the, uh, out of base. I mean, 75,000 acre ranch right. in the mountains and it was it was beautiful, but you were pretty isolated. Right, and at that time you didn't have cell phones. I mean, I think there was one phone at the ranch. Right, um, and it was it was pretty cold. Wow, uh, up there. So anyway, uh, lost a little bit of interest of that as a career. Uh, still enjoyed it from a leisure standpoint, but uh, always liked math, um, and so this thing this computer science thing was relatively new uh my my first class i had you had punch cards still when right you program right uh but went through that uh, uh had an opportunity to come work for a company back in wichita a small startup before they were called startups and did that for a few years in uh, a lot of different background technology old technology now uh and then had an opportunity to go out to coke and uh that was in november of 97 uh, started in coke operations group specifically on coke pipeline Uh, i've worked for i think six different coke companies probably 12 different roles across my career uh and you know one i mean maybe a little bit of a pitch for coke here uh it's a great place to work um from a standpoint of if 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 you want to deliver on value and and be challenged and and fulfilled on things it's it's been great
0: they they move people around not necessarily as you say you've got a computer technology degree uh you worked in some areas that that didn't have that uh specialty perhaps Uh, or did you use that in in every place you went
1: um most roles i was in okay in innovation role i mean there were tended to be some technology right. uh, components to that. Uh, the one that's probably furthest from it is the role I'm in now uh-huh. um, as, as a commercial leader for a business. Happens to be a technology-focused uh, business, but there's a, there's a lot of things that I didn't have background in in right. that space. Uh, the, the support from the company to, to make a bet and to uh, help you along the way, though, has been great. You get a lot of,
0: uh, a lot of opportunity to do a lot of different things. Okay? Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes, Absolutely.
0: Talk about why Coke wanted to go from customer to owner in this case.
1: Yeah, that's, that's very good question. Uh, because I think, uh, within Coke, we have different business development capabilities right? and what's next for a, a certain line of business. And with EFT, uh, I think a lot of the companies, and this is my perspective, so it could be a little bit off, but, uh, looked at it from a consumption standpoint and went, you know, why would we own a, at the time, their primary focus was around energy management and consumption and optimization of energy for a customer. Right. Uh, Why would we own a commercial company that does that when we want to consume it? Right. Um, At the time we were looking at within Coke minerals, which EFT is a part of, we were looking at, you know, what's next on the horizon? Where should we be looking? And this digital transformation piece charles had already been talking about you know the future of coke and in this space Um, and so we looked at it through a different different lens and uh you know around that same time shortly after there's been some other investments in in technology space uh and uh you know most recently uh coke chemical technology group which is another one of the uh, companies that's based here in wichita Uh, changed their name a couple weeks ago now, Uh, (laughs) Coke engineered solutions. And part of their new vision is around this digital transformation with their domain expertise, uh, specifically in uh, building uh, uh, equipment that, that goes into these plants. So uh, we've partnered or they've partnered with us with, with our capabilities that we bring to the table along with their domain expertise in delivering products to customers. And, um, so I don't know if that directly answers the question, sure. but there's been a there's been a transition sure. over the last few years, uh, and believe there's a lot of value for customers in this space.
0: Were you a part of the process all the way through the acquisition, and did you know you were going to run the organization?
1: Uh, so, yes, I, I, I not the very beginning of the uh, process from a due diligence. I wasn't on that. I would say within a month or so, I was, um, and a. About a month before we closed, is when I found out that that may be that the role may be. Hey, can you run this or lead this uh, division? And I, I remember my first thought was, uh, "Are you talking to me? <laughs> um, you know, I don't really have background in that space." Right. Um, but again, I think it comes back to uh, the opportunities if you're delivering on things, or you're part of teams that are delivering on things, and uh, uh, Coke willing to uh, make a bet on people so i found out pretty late in the uh in the process uh and and it was a an ask um and you know
0: so far so good what's what's eft's ideal customer
1: uh boy that's a good question um and i I just i just mentioned this partner piece sure um i think where we bring something unique or uh a term we use around comparative advantage. What what do we bring to the market that somebody else doesn't? Right. Um, so when I think about pharmaceutical, even though that's an area that has large industrial, etc., we don't have a lot of expertise in that. So we may be able to help, but that's not an ideal customer right, right. now. Ideal customers to me would be, uh, as we've built our business, the capabilities and, and the hiring of people. Um, from either other coke companies or, or here in wichita or new york or, or ireland um, where we have locations has has really been around well what's our core competencies um, outside of software development and data it's in the large industrial space and, and you look where coke has uh, investments it's in uh, georgia pacific mm-hmm. with, with paper products it's in oil and gas uh, it's in refining chemicals Uh, fertilizer so those types of industries we we bring knowledge um, and expertise around those when you get outside of those industries it's it's a little more general Um, now that being said uh, one of our best places right now is in the steel industry Hmm. Um, and, and we have a minority investment in in some steel Uh, but we're, we don't have large companies that we've operated for many, many years that, that has that domain expertise around
0: it. You've grown the company. Uh, how many people did you have on staff when it started and how many do you have now?
1: So when, when we started, I think at acquisition, it was less than 20. Um, and it's more than 50 now. Um, and and the numbers continue to move in that space. Uh, so yeah, we've, we've, we've grown in people and, and, uh, the company prior to acquisition was New York City and Dublin, Ireland, um, and now we add Wichita to that uh, footprint. and And I'm going to say over half the company is located here in Wichita now.
0: Okay. Uh, are you hiring? Yes. And uh, what are you looking for when you're when you're looking for uh, candidates?
1: Uh, people who want to be challenged, first and foremost. Right. Uh, we're working in an in an area in in the. Large industrial leveraging process data analytics that's relatively new to that space, and so you're experimenting quite a bit right and so what we 're not looking for is maybe easier to answer than what we are looking for mm-hmm. uh, if 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 somebody's looking for a job that it's defined every day and you know exactly what you're going to do, probably really bad place right um, uh, experimental uh, uh, learning from failures. Uh, test and retest uh have to be able to work with with customers and explore investigate etc th- those types of skill sets uh and that's probably more on the engineering so it's it's chemical mechanical nuclear uh control uh process control engineers uh and then it's just about any type of technology, type of background, a lot of uh, development, right? Um, quality assurance, uh, DevOps uh, types of things. If if that means anything, I mm-hmm. can explain more if
0: need be. <laughs> you've uh, you've got around fifty people on your staff now. How about in the next year? Where do you see the growth going?
1: Uh, so, uh, I mean, it depends on market first right. and foremost. Uh, but this this partnership with uh, Coke Engineered Solutions. Um, what they bring to the table, besides domain expertise uh, and, and another Coke company with some culture and, and synergies around many things, uh, is a physics-based. They, they, they've, they've got the physics-based mathematics on how stuff should work. Right. Um, that helps what we try to do, where if we don't have data, we can't help. Right. They, so we talked earlier on, we, we can go get weather data, right. as an example. They can bring how it's supposed to work. Right. Data, And that's pretty powerful um, because then you're working on uh, point solutions and you're a nail uh, and you're just putting a hammer to it versus a hammer looking for a nail on where can we help you? We can help you on these specific things. Right. And so as, as an example, uh, uh, with John Zink, who's one of the uh, Coke engineered solutions companies, and they're based out of Tulsa, although they have uh, some presence uh, here in Wichita and then around the globe as well uh smart combustion so anything that uh from a combustion standpoint i think of the i oversimplify fire right <laughs> uh, anything with fire that's in a plant furnaces uh, heat exchangers flares etc they have the physics-based models around how to most efficiently run these and this is this is relatively new we've been working the last we've been working with them the last few months they've been proving this out uh for a little while now that's something that we couldn't do if we don't have that other piece and so if they can run a burner or a heat exchanger as efficient as possible uh based on physics then the next piece that a customer goes to is okay but my emissions are not where they need to be right or my yield i want it to be higher well the combination of that physics model domain expertise and machine learning uh that, that we bring. Uh, is a really big opportunity. And, and we've got a couple things in front of us that uh, uh, collectively, if they go well, um, I don't know that it's all about people. It's about value to customer, but we expect it to grow.
0: We'll be watching. Uh, hopefully we can write some more about EFT and what you're doing and and uh, how you're helping companies. Excellent. So we appreciate it. Brent Youngers, President, EFT Analytics, a Coke Industries company. Thank you very much. Thank appreciate you, for Appreciate you being here. Back to wrap up in a moment. At Equity Bank, stories of growing businesses are a favorite of ours. So we created our own little series called Napkin Stories. Visit equitybank.com to see how some great businesses got their start. Well, that's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week, episode 108. Check out all our episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. I invite you to check out our other podcasts there. Thank you for listening and subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks to producer Brittany Showalter, and thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Have a profitable week.